Hello and welcome back to the Westwick Startup Podcast. This episode is part two of an adapted clip from a recent webinar on female founders. Catherine O'Grady-Powers from Glenkeen Farm presents the Glenkeen Farm Sustainable Business Model. She highlights some of the important supports available in the West of Ireland and shares how recent challenges faced were turned into opportunities. This is then followed by questions by Westwick's own Ulton Faherty. This is not an episode you want to miss. for inviting me to participate today. Um, I feel truly honoured to be here. It's such a fantastic event. Thank you. Um, we are located between Lewisburg and Linan, um, just at the gateway to the lovely uh, Connemara region. So we're just at the mouth of the uh, Delphi Duloc Valley. Um, so Glenkeen is privately owned. Um, we're deeply rooted here with my own ancestors stemming back to the 1600s. And Glenkeen has a special designation. It's designated by the European Union as a special area of conservation for its ecological purity, natural beauty and cultural heritage. Uh, there are multiple businesses under Glenkeen. But today I'm going to present on our visitor attraction, the Glenkeen Farm Experience. And Glenkeen is owned now currently by myself and my wonderful American husband, Jim, who has embraced life in the west of Ireland. Uh, but uh, he still continues his uh, working in aviation over in the States. So back in 2003, um, Jim and I started to look at sustainability of Glenkeen and the route forward to ensure that this beautiful place that has been entrusted in us uh, remains with us for future generations. And um, it's not without its challenges. We've seen highs and lows in terms of um, the activities that happen here at Glenkeen. So over 10 years and working with uh, closely with Mayo County Council, undertaken environmental impact studies, archaeological site surveys, uh, raising the capital and um, negotiating uh, different grant supports. And here I have to mention the leader grant support for rural tourism business under Southwest Mayo Development Company. Um, we were very fortunate to have received a leader grant for the construction of a state-of-the-art facility here at Glenkeen, which has a commercial kitchen, a dining space, lecture hall, uh, craft shop and outdoor demonstration areas. And just to mention, in this rural setting, it's highly unlikely that we would have proceeded with this project had it not been for the support of LEADER funding. So a huge thank you to LEADER. And also we were supported by the local enterprise office here in Mayo um, for different uh, supports for our business, such as our digital platforms and setting up those necessary steps to promote our rural business. As I mentioned, we are deeply rooted here. My ancestors set up as tenant farmers here under the British landlord in the 1600s. And um, they lived in harmony with 40 other families. Would you believe in the Valley of Glenkeen, there was almost a population of 400 people pre-famine. But of course, 
Um, moving into the 1700s, there was an explosion in population and over-dependence on smaller holdings. And leading into the 1840s, then the blight caused the, um, the effect of the potato crops. And, and there was an over-dependence on the potato. Now, what we have here surrounding us at Lenkeen is the fingerprints of humanity and the constant reminder of the challenges and tribulations of the past where we have ring forts, we have the cluster village of tenant farm cabins that escaped the leveling of the evictions in 1847 that occurred here. And we have the landscape that acts as a living museum that we interpretate our story and the story of the Irish famine in Ireland. Our property runs right through the Duloc Valley. There's a beautiful stone monument here in memory of the Irish famine victims. And this valley is also a prime example of the glaciers and the whole movement of the glaciers in carving out this majestic valley. It's one of my favorite scenes to this day. And I grew up here. And our experience. So what we did was we looked at uh, past activities here at Lenkeen, current activities, and what happens on a daily basis here at Lenkeen. So we looked at those activities and we packaged those. And that's what we sell to tour operators uh, for their guests to come here and have an authentic tactile experience when they visit Lenkeen and the west of Ireland. The number one attraction is our sheepdog herding experience provided by our friendly border colleagues. And shepherding is a cultural activity. It has been going on here for generations. And all of that language of shepherding, such as the verbal commands and the whistle commands has been passed down through generations. And we share that with our visitors and also the dog training programs, the type of sheep we farm, and that interpretation of the special landscape. Traditional turf cutting, we no longer um, are permitted to cut turf for consumption. However, we did re receive uh, permission from the NPWS for demonstrations of turf cutting for our visitors. And we talk about the importance of our peatland habitats. Um, they, we have some of the pristine habitats in Europe, the intact peatland habitats. We also are part of the pearl mussel habitat, the endangered species of the pearl mussel lives for up to 50 years. And it's a testament to the pristine waters and environment that exists in this area. Traditional wool spinning and wool dyeing experience are delivered by our colleague and friend June Burke, and we provide private visits. And what you get here for the visitor is a very real, raw emotional experience because a lot of visitors that are coming here are retracing the footsteps of their ancestors and they want to find out more how they lived, the conditions they lived in and how they survived. Johnny Kittrick, he's an awesome um, experience provider. He's a Shanos singer and a Shanos dancer and he comes here to share his talents with our guests. Our experience 
it's really about the immersiveness, bringing the visitor into the activity. So they're not just spectators looking at the events, they can join in. And then we have Brendan Keegan, one of our musicians that works with Joe Ford and Connie Cullen here, delivering the music, song and dance experience and, and also the technique of Baron playing. So we invite the guests to learn the technique of the Baron so they can join in the trad music session. And then we teach um, some Irish songs to our guests, which is always a bit of fun. But we love to promote the Irish language, the oldest vernacular language in Europe. And we're really proud to do that here. Um, and it's always huge fun. So what the guest takes home with them is an activity. They, they learn the steps to a dance and they share that with their friends at home. When we built um, and decided on building this visitor attraction, it wasn't just about the sustainability of our farm and our home. It was about embracing the community, providing a small business incubator for local craft suppliers, jewellery makers and producers to have a platform to sell their unique gifts and share their unique talents. So we do that um, and we're very fortunate to have hugely talented people in the area. Community events we have, um, and we're very proud to share our facility with local community, local active retirement groups, the local schools, opening up access to the river here, one of the cleanest rivers in Europe, the Karaniski River. And here we are working with uh, Connie O'Driscoll, where she provides uh, wonderful experiences for the local children in learning about caring and protecting our water courses. We're also part of the Mayo County Council Community Water uh, Scheme project, and that's where groups, um, again, are trained on the importance of maintaining and protecting our water courses. Marketing started early. How do we get our, our customers? Well, um, we started our marketing activities well before construction of our facility because we were heavily invested and we knew it would take a considerable amount of work to win business, win bookings on the schedule and start building our profile because we live in a rural location. There was an over-reliance at the time on domestic tourism and we looked to international markets for our visitor experience here. And with the support of the Mayo Local Enterprise Office and Southwest Mayo Development Company, we built our digital media platforms. We got trained up in it. It was new to me at the time. And I entered, um, attended international trade events to engage with the decision makers on when they were programming their itineraries, if they would consider the west of Ireland and indeed come north of Galway, because there's a huge concentration south of Galway for international visitors. But we're seeing that sales cycle um, with international trade is a bit longer than we anticipated. So our business has not been without its challenges, but um, it's on course, thankfully. And data harvesting is where we engage with our customers on a repeat basis. We resell the, that local unique produce through our e-commerce sites and digital media platforms. Well, 2020 was a different year for everybody. It's where we embrace that word of pivot and um, we started going virtual 
and going online, using our social media channels to engage with our existing customers, winning new customers, keeping Glenkeen Farm and this region fresh in the minds of travellers of when it was safe to travel again. So we set up a Discover Hidden Ireland series. We uh, provided a weekly uh, content video of not just Glen Keane, but adjoining attract attractions and activities um, such as the Greenway, Killery, Shellfish and so forth. So that was a fun event, a uh, lot of work, but happy to do so. And we also provided customized videos for our tour operators because it was really important for tour operators to have content and regular up-to-date content um, again keeping the region and the island of Ireland fresh in the minds of visitors for when it was safe to travel again. Um, retail shopping experience again a huge thanks to Mayo Local Enterprise Office that supported our e-commerce site because Online uh, was really embraced in 2020. So we opened our e-shop um, where we sell our local produce and souvenirs and knitwear. Expansion into the mainland Chinese market. Well, China is a market that we have been working with since 2017. We've welcomed a lot of Chinese guests here that embrace this authentic Irish farm experience. And we responded to a request for exporting Irish products to Asia. And last week I attended the Asia Matters Global Summit. So Asia is really opened up now and it's provided a huge opportunity for businesses here. The awards we have won, it's really testament to the fantastic team that joined us on this journey and all of the supports we received. And we're really proud of the, the awards and that endorsement of what we do here and how we do it. Um, CIE Tourism International Gold Standard Awards of Excellence, Mayo Business Awards. Um, and I was very proud to receive the Innovation on Farm Award with the Women in Business Awards in 2020 with the Irish Farmers Journal, Country Living Magazine and FBD. And it's so important to engage um, with these entities, reach out to them for mentoring support, financial support, training supports. There's a phenomenal amount of supports available. Um, so really thankful for those. Please do engage with us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Um, we'd love to see you on our um, social media platforms. And sincere thanks to everybody for inviting me to this wonderful event. Wonderful event. Thank you. Catherine. Um, just a few observations on it. Um, um, we had Raquel Naboa on earlier on. Um, and she was talking and obviously great store and uh, one of the last slides you put up there in terms of the agencies that have supported you and helped you uh, and the amount of amount of networking that was going on there um, and uh, you know it sounds exhausting we say even at the start you know uh, southwest uh, mayo development company with leader grants the heritage organizations leo uh, mayo um, and then the early work that you were doing with the tourism uh, groups and, and you know, before you even had the offering that you were doing all of all of that work. So uh, very, very important, um, all of that. Um, and Raquel put great store in that uh, aspect of being very important to reach out 
and connect with people and talk and ask questions. And, and obviously that's something you've experienced as well. Absolutely. Um, I can't place the amount of emphasis on the importance of that. And um, the supports are there. So it's really up to the entrepreneur to really seek out and um, the supports that are available and suitable for, for their business. And if if you reach out to, I found with these entities, if, if the support is not is not suitable or available, they will recommend additional supports and additional channels and avenues for you. So the, the support is phenomenal. We are so lucky in this country, um, the great support of state agencies and local organizations that exist. Um, uh, obviously, uh, I, I've been up there, I've been up to that monument, I went by, by Delphi and up to that monument, and had I known you were that close, I would have gone on a bit further, but that was before I knew you. Um, the I'd imagine the community aspect of what you're doing is very, very important, um, Catherine, is you're obviously steeped in community, you know, from, from history, but uh, that sounds very important in terms of the offering you're providing. It is hugely important, Ulton, and to give you an example of that, um, I mentioned I attended trade shows uh, prior to the construction of the building. CIE Tours International said, okay, no problem. You, you're showing me photos here. Let me see your, uh, your facilities. But um, I told them, I said, look, it's not built yet, but it will be, it'll be ready, we'll be ready. They said, okay. So we're going to send you a trial tour in 2014 based on the delivery of your experience for that tour, we will give you a contract for 2015. Well, I told the local community about this and I cannot tell you, uh, CIE sent in two buses, 98 people at the same time on the 9th of September, 2014. All of the community as far away as near Westport came here, they delivered Irish dancing, they delivered music. Um, my neighbours spoke to the different guests at the different tables. They engaged and interacted with them. It was phenomenal because my contract, my only one tour operator that was going to deal with me in 2015 was basing all of the delivery on one day for nearly 100 people. That was a huge ask. But I, I totally understand it now. You know, tour operators really have to have the confidence the visitor attraction can deliver and will always deliver a consistent experience. And I am hugely grateful to all of the people that live around us here for what they did that day because they won the business from CIE. And then, of course, we had CIE working with us. And that was another accolade that I could sell to additional tour operators because if CIE were using us, well, we must be okay. Um, and that really gave credibility to the visitor attraction. So huge thanks to all of those people. Uh, and I think as well, it uh, it talks to there was a question earlier on again for Raquel, um, you know, the 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 the, um, the entrepreneurship is one thing, the the CEO ability and sets of skills is something else. So obviously that's something you have in spades as well, being able to pull all of those des disparate elements together uh, to achieve a, a coherent offering and especially to be able to, uh, as you say, pivot uh, over the last nearly two years now and, and 
keep an offering out there and keep it front of mind and in people's eye line so that please God when things do settle down a bit more that um, they can get back there again. Yes, absolutely. And I like huge thanks to Zoom. Um, I attended the global um, summit last week with Asian Matters. The CEO of Zoom was was on it. You know, I I pinged him. I'm like, thank you so much because what Zoom allowed me to do was to go out into the middle of a field with the sheepdogs, you know, with my audio, with my wonderful husband Jim, with the camera, with the wind blowing, to create customized tour operator virtual uh, sheep herding displays because that's all we could do we couldn't physically provide it here um so embracing that online world and and all of the channels that were made available to do business online you know and we don't have to travel as much anymore look at us here today it's absolutely fantastic you know the world is constantly evolving and changing and we're happy to adapt to that how are things looking, Catherine? Are you confident for the year ahead? Are you, are you hopeful or are you confident for the year ahead? Very confident uh, for the year ahead. We have a lot of bookings on our schedule for going into 2023, actually. Um, and I'm delighted to say, you know, this September, we won a new tour operator. Never expected that to happen. Uh, Globus started working with us and the first day, we had two buses in. Um, huge uh, gratitude to the team here as well, because uh, it's challenging times dealing with international visitors. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the outlook is very positive. We're planning to launch our first product into Asia for our e-commerce digital uh, platform in uh, February 2022. So that's on online. And um, yeah, so you have to keep positive, always look on the bright side. Absolutely. Um, listen, I, I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll bring this to a close. Uh, a sincere thanks to everybody um, for participating uh, and for their contributions and uh, stay safe and hopefully we'll see you all again soon, folks. Thank you very much. Thank you.